Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. Huh. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching going in the Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. Yeah, that's right. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We've got a bunch of reward tiers over there. Uh, typically, you get five bonus episodes per week. This is a sick week, so we're cashing in one of our sick uh, bonus episodes because you're getting four this week. Um, so, yeah. I'll tell you exactly what I'm going to do when I get home after this. Teep a teep. Hot shower. That was, oh, man, that was great. NyQuil. You know the best thing? Lights out. The best thing, honestly. I hate being sick. And I, I do. I sincerely apologize for, for evidently infecting you. Um, we can blame Alabama's friend, uh, Walter, though, because his name is actually Walter, but I call him Walter. We got, we got to, Apparently, he's, he was patient zero. You got to give us a viral chop across the chest, huh? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, the best is like uh, taking it when you're all stuffed up, taking a hot shower, oh, helps. and then just unloading like your your all your mucus, and it just I comes feel out. Like that's way too much detail. It's not really, you can't relate to that. You're gonna leave me hanging on that one. No, I can't relate, but that's not necessarily. I'm just gonna like go in that level of detail, just like a, a mass exodus of mucus from your your body. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna. Uh, Berate my, our audience with with that level. Oh, of detail. our audience! They're they're these are friendos. <laughs> these are all two goods. That's what that's what that is. That, that's what that is. Uh, we got some new patrons, um, and I wanted to give them some shout outs. Uh, Jared Cox, uh, Jules E. Abril, uh, Arthur Jones, and Steve Windsor. Sounds like a very proper British well, name. Well, we got Steve some other friendos Windsor. here with us who are sick. Hacksaw Higgins getting over the flu. Yeah, man. Ashley has strep throat. Um, I don't, I don't know. I look. My, I don't know what this is because it, it's the same thing you have. Mm-hmm. We have the same thing, and it goes straight to the chest. And usually, if I get a cold, it goes to my nose. Oh yeah, throat, nose, and like chest. Like a week after, this went straight to the chest. I so, so a I lot of people is. have stuff right now. It is incredibly likely. That's why I'm going to take like half credit for what you have because it's inc- it's it's like you could have picked this anywhere because everybody has I have it right the now. Same exact symptoms as you. It's so it's it's all generic stuff. The only people I see in my life are you, my wife, and my kids. You go venturing out into Not the world. Maybe somebody coughed on your door handle. You never know. No, you guys. Some weirdo. All right, fine. I'm public enemy number one again. Anyways, uh, oh, we got some new channel members. Oh, cool. Who are they? Smoke weed, D Bear. Oh, nice. And Mr. Evan Paul, thank you very much. Can we just talk about BET Uncut? Yeah, I had to look that up. For like the entire hour. I had to look that up. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm not as cool as I make myself out to be. I did have to. I remember it vaguely. I was more a fan of the Jukebox, which also would have some fairly salacious content. but the Jukebox channel predated... At least, uh, yeah, it by, yeah, by a little while, yeah. BET. That was BET Uncut, anyways. I, yeah. I looked at it, it was from 2000 to 2006. And this particular like music video is from 2003. I had no idea that they were able to run that level of, of explicit behavior 
on TV. It was like after hours. I watched the uh, the uh, the video yeah. in the 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 Nelly video in question. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness really? gracious! Yeah. It is far more racy than I ever would have figured. Interesting. I do not know what I was doing in the year 2000 or 2003 not watching BET Uncut late yeah, at night. Yeah. If I knew, you know. Now we know 17 years later. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, such is the power of Big E. Um, kind of a do-nothing episode of SmackDown, though. Let's be honest. Uh, the Goldberg stuff was the only thing really of note. Although... Uh, we have a new number one contender for Bailey's title as well. Yeah, that was a bit surprising. Uh, um, the outcome of that, sure, yeah. Uh, see Daniel Bryan maybe transforming more into the American Dragon. Yeah, he's ro- yeah he's rolling with that one. I um, think he's just rolling with that solo. Yeah, I think so. I think they want to do the yes stuff. He's like, mm, now I wonder. Dragon. Do you think uh, Heath Slater mm. was handpicked by him? I always like to think Daniel Bryan operates only in altruistic moves. I feel like that's the case, that Daniel Bryan only works with the people Daniel Bryan wants to work with. Yeah, I get that feeling, too. Barring some inc- incident, you know, or incidents where they come to him and it's like, hey, we're in a title, you're in a title program with Bray. Oh, that's fun. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, beyond that, I feel like Daniel Bryan works with uh, whomever he wants to work yeah, with. Yeah, he always talks about, yeah, I'll suggest this and that, but I really yeah. feel like they probably are just like, if he wants to do it, just let him do it. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Exactly. Um so let's see here. Somebody mentioned they might be hearing discord sounds. So Uh-oh. I will turn that off and hopefully you won't hear it anymore. Okay. We'll try that. <laughs> get, rid of, yeah. get rid of discord for a second. I mean, there's no way to turn off those, those alerts. I'm sure there is man, but no. who are you talking to? My, my knowledge uh, is uh, of tech stuff is I'll ask Cody. I'll ask Cody. Um, yeah, so Goldberg's going to be facing, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched SmackDown yet, why are you watching this? Yeah, I mean, the they're watching Fiend. this. You didn't put it in the thumbnail, so it's fine. Yeah, that's what I figure. Uh, the Fiend. That was surprising. At the Super Showdown. I thought even when they were going to start that interview and Baron Corbin comes out and starts yapping away, they're going to have uh, Goldberg cut him off on the Tron. Actually, I didn't know he wasn't in the building. I thought he was coming out and spear him or something, but he was at his home in Texas somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's surprising. Yeah. I was not expecting Goldberg versus Fiend. Like, it's still kind of weird to me that Goldberg had to show up once every two years being like, title shot. Yeah. Is that part of the Hall of Fame thing? Like, you're a Hall yeah. of Famer and you can just kind of say title shot whenever Ooh, I want yeah, to. Yeah, I, I think so. I think when you're a big enough name. And why did Edge even bother with the Royal Rumble? Oh, He's a Hall because, of Famer. because it's a throwback. He, he likes the drama of it. You think you know me. You think you know that I'm going to just get the title shot, but no, I'm going to go to the Royal Rumble. Um, so yeah, a lot of money for Goldberg to show up and do a quick job to, uh, the fiend because, mm-hmm. uh, he's just going to end up, isn't he already on the wall? No, he's not. I guess what? Huh? on, uh, the fun, the funhouse wall Goldberg. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. they've had no interaction thus far. He wouldn't be on the wall. Yeah. No, for some reason I thought I go on the wall. I thought, I thought I saw his, <laughs> you know, him standing here like this, but with the eyes through his, but that's somebody else, I guess it's Kane. I think I know the difference between Goldberg uh, and Kane. Uh, yeah, no, he. I don't think he's on the wall, but yeah. Uh, although it would be shocking if they, they, they pulled the thing where Goldberg is the one who beats the Fiend and you get Goldberg versus Roman at Mania. Yeah. Spear versus Spear. I think that would be great. I thought that's, I mean, I, I agree with you. I thought that's how that whole segment was going to play out. I thought Goldberg and Roman were going to have some, <laughs> some fun words in the middle of the ring, not in Texas, uh, and uh, in, in San Jose. And, uh, yeah, and then uh, Baron would come out, run his mouth. They'd give him a double spear. Yeah, and then he'd demand Goldberg at uh, uh, at Crown Royal. Yeah, but no, we've got instead we uh, get Roman versus Baron again at Crown Royal in steel cage. And this time's in a cage. Hopefully, they're making a point of saying one more time. So hopefully, this is it. Yeah, this is it. I'm not. I'm not putting my bet on that being it. Hopefully, it, this is probably it should be. Um, Most definitely should be, and hopefully it is. I mean, if this is, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, has Baron won any? Yeah, I guess, did he win the, like, the first one? He won three. He, I think he's pinned Roman thrice during their feud. Once in a singles match, and I guess in tag matches otherwise. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways. <coughs> I don't know. I mean, like, we, we, we didn't expect Goldberg to have any chance against Lesnar, and he did. He beat him the first time. Oh. This is Goldberg shows up exclusively for they have they have part of the budget for Crown Royals. Did you Goldberg. not hear him? He's got the itch again. He wants a title run, man. 
Man, he looked at his bank account. He saw it fell under three million and got that itch. He's like, man, I can double this. That's crazy. He's like, he was like, inspired by the Royal Rumble, which he probably didn't actually watch. Their, uh, their stock, their stock price tanked. Sure, I can come back and help you guys. Uh, so hopefully yeah, hopefully he's not getting paid in stock. Well, hopefully he is. Cause that's going to go back up. <laughs> you don't want to get paid in stock, man. You don't want to get paid in stock. Well, it probably will go back up. I mean, there's all sorts. We're going to talk about it on news brief uh, first thing in the morning. But uh, yeah, there's all sorts of rumors flying around about who WWE is going to be selling their pay per views through now. Yeah. So that's fun. Um, so yeah. Anyways. Anyway, let's get to it. All right. Show kicked off with the dirt sheet is back. The Miz seemed a little off his game tonight. Did you, do, you, do you think he like stumbled over his over his lines more so than usual? Did was he supposed to say the word blockbuster? Yeah, he, he said say something that. else. Yeah, he said bread blockbuster. Yeah, <laughs> I think he said Brockbuster. <laughs> Brock, yeah, that's what I was he like. Did. Brock Lesnar? What? Yeah, I think this is our latest Brock Lesnar. He was trying to reference uh, Brock Lesnar. So I wasn't. I was kind of <laughs> watching during the dirt sheet days. Yeah. Uh, what I from what I gather, it was never their actual like performances that was the charm it was like their chemistry as two guys who seem to be having fun together yeah more than anything well here's the thing the in-ring stuff didn't really seem like they were having much fun but the little trailer they ran i uh, feel like morrison was having a good time yeah morrison was just doing what he's been doing for the last eight years yeah. like silly film stuff and it's interesting he was like basically on, just boone he should have come back as boone yeah by the way. In, in impact he was like a dreadful promo like he comes back to WWE and he's actually pretty decent oh you thought tonight was decent yeah, or are you talking about the movie stuff? Both. The movie stuff was good because you're in front I think, of the I think, I think by and large, all this, all this mic time in WWE so far has been decent. I mean, it's in terms of like him just sort of... Do, I, like, I feel like he knows who his character is. He's hitting the beats. Well, and it's he's, just him. I know. But it's, it's like it's bad guy him. Well, we, I think we can agree on this. The best part about the dirt sheet now is just their entrance. Yeah, I really love the slow mo. Yeah, stuff. I know what the hell Miz is doing with all this shit. That's great though. I uh, love it. I think it looks great. Like moving his hands all over the yeah, place. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, he should really do the spin in slow mo. If I can uh, get across maybe, any word to the maybe, Miz, maybe that's just for matches. Um, no, I feel like like he's not great, Morrison, on the mic, but he, I feel like he's better than I remember him being. Well, he hasn't really said anything too extensive. And the one time he was on commentary, it was obvious that he was like just figuring. He this is the first time he had watched WWE in yeah, eight years. Yeah, he had a good line with Big E though. That was pretty funny. Uh, tonight? No, no, no. When he did commentary. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I remember hearing an Impact that he was like god awful. No, he wasn't awful in Impact. He was. He was un like it was obvious that like they didn't script their promos and they maybe didn't give him bullet points. Mm -hmm. I don't think he was any worse than he ever was before though. And you know, like we always say, with age and time comes you know comfortability. Yeah. Um, I mean, Goldberg used to be terrible on the mic, and now he's pretty decent. There was one. Yeah, he's he's really good on the mic. There was one bad promo I saw from Morrison and Impact towards his later days there. That's the one he was talking about his dad or something like that. It was all over the map. Yeah. It was all over. It was all over. Um, but I don't know, maybe he's just trying something different there. No, he's fine. He's fine. He's comfortable. He's not stumbling all over anything. So they come out for the dirt sheet and they have a trailer for their new film. And it's uh, a playoff of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. This is called Once Upon a Time on the Dirt Sheet. Uh, it was great. There was a wonderful Lance Storm cameo. Yeah, and Johnny Ace was in there too. And he was. He was a, a proponent, once again, of people power. And that was great that Lance Storm comes and says to, to it was The Miz, can I be serious for a moment? Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah, that was good stuff. He still got it. You know, if they had, if, if, if Tarantino had his budget light slashed by like 90%. Essentially like his Reservoir Dogs budget. Jomo would have been a decent Brad Pitt because mm -hmm. he really like kind of looks the part yeah. of just super aging over the hill stunt guy yeah. who's just a good guy all around. Yeah, and that's about you. Really should check out that movie. It's right. it's fun. Yeah, well, some point it's fun. Uh, so the trailer plays. It's pretty amusing. Oh, we got to see Mr. Miz too. Yes, Mr. Miz. And he did his pose. He did his pose. Um, they come back and Morrison's all, "Oh, you're cheering now. Where was that a couple weeks ago?" Uh, it'd mean a lot more if the, if it was coming from a group that was a lot more educated, like the Academy. Yeah, yeah. Out come the new day. Uh, Kofi says trailer was amazing. Uh, Big E pulls the, uh, his mic out of Kofi's popcorn, 
and then uh, so the trailer had everything, yeah. and that's when we get the uh, tip drill reference. Yeah. Well, the great thing is, too, when Kofi was, like, talking on the mic, Big E just seamlessly paying attention to Kofi, kept on going to the crowd and letting them take yeah. from his popcorn. He's the best. He's He really is He's the best. He's the absolute best. So, yeah, he had the reference of Nelly with the credit card. Oh, you, you gotta you gotta watch the video. I read man. up. I mean, I read you, up. Do on, you know what the credit card scene is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I mean, I kind of put it together. Yeah, it's good stuff. I had I I could not. I was like, okay, what does he do with the credit card? And then I watched the whole thing, and I was like, when is the credit card? Oh, okay. Yeah. Makes it clap. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, Kofi then claims that he is Mr. Miz's favorite WWE superstar, and then uh, Biggie says, you know, what's really comedy is that. You, Morrison, and Miz think you're going to beat us for those tag team titles. They start laughing. Uh, Miz and Morrison do a fake laugh, put an end to that. Uh, Miz goes on, so they've dominated the New Day the last few weeks. Hell, they've dominated the entire uh, SmackDown tag division. Out come the Usos. Whoa. Hold on. Miz, Morrison, you haven't beat us. Yeah. And then, uh, for some reason, I guess they have a match. That's why Dolph and Bob Roode are out there. Two and then Miz and Morrison attack the New Day, beat them up. We go to commercial, we come back. We have Usos versus Bob Roode and Dolph Ziggler. The long pants are were a one-week experiment, evidently. Or what's the alternative? You're, 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 I see your little hamster wheel over there spinning. What was it, San Jose? He lives in Canada. Yeah. Maybe they got uh, – he, he has like a backpack he carries on the flight. Okay. Otherwise, he checks his luggage, oh. so he has backup uh, set of gear just in case. Why wouldn't his backup be? Why wouldn't his backup be the he same only thing? Has, he only has so much room in his in his in his, in his backpacks. So he needs room for boots, mm-hmm. pads, robe. Yeah, trunks take up a lot less space than uh, than pants. But given that, so you think that the pants are a permanent thing? This week he already had to use the backups. No, I didn't say that. I didn't oh. say they're permanent thing. Oh. You asked me to speculate. That's my speculation. Well, isn't that part of your speculation then? That the, the the pants might be in the rotation. Did you notice when they did the slow mo uh, Jomo entrance? They cut the camera and they were like they had advanced like significantly. No, I didn't notice that. Yeah. So they can warp time, can't they? <laughs> no, I'm saying they didn't warp. You know, they're unable to warp time. Damn it. Um. This is a fun enough match. Uh, not much surprise seeing the Usos pick up a win. Super kick party from the Usos. Jimmy hits a splash, get the win. Uh, fun enough, though. It was a couple cool, cool spots. Dolph had a nasty spill at one point on a Samoan drop. Yeah, he landed on his shoulder. I like. know. It looked like it might have hurt, but then he was fine. He was so, fine, apparently. Yeah. He got right back up. Good job. Good job. Don't like to see anybody get hurt. Also, no. don't like to see Dolph and Rude necessarily unless they're doing something interesting, which they never are. Yeah. So, like, we were promised. to be emblematic of anybody partnered up with Dolph Ziggler. So is this gonna does this mean like the Usos are gonna be taken on? No. Miz and Morrison got a match against New Day at Super Showdown. Okay. I would not be surprised they won the titles there. Yeah, what was the whole point of this match anyways? I don't know. It was a fairly pointless match, wasn't it? Oh, totally. Because it started off I was like, Oh cool, I like Miz and Morrison. Surprisingly. I love the New Day. And then like the Usos who I'm fine with. And then, like, Rude and Dolph, and I'm like, I'm not. How do we get the switcheroo there? They just pulled the switcheroo. I know. It seems like we're going to get Usos, Miz, and Morrison because they were like, you haven't beat us. Yeah. And then Dolph and Bob came out for seemingly no reason other than, like, oh, we have a match. Oh, they're out here. Oh, we're early. Match isn't starting yet. Yeah. It was weird. It was, like, timing of it was a bit off. And then the match was, like, forever. It was a good match. It was a good match. They get, like, 20 minutes. But, yeah, it it went on forever. There's, like, little doubt the Usos were going to pull out the W. After that, we had an unmotivated cameraman backstage picking up what should have been a private conversation between Alexa Bliss and uh, Nikki Cross. Uh, Bliss was saying, I know I can beat Bailey. I did it in here in San Jose before. We were there for that match. Was that the Extreme Rules one? Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, we don't want to remember that one. That Uh, whole feud was bad. It was really bad. Uh, The kendo stick one? Yeah, they they didn't they like reference it tonight? Like I think they like I thought I saw one shot of her hitting where the kendo stick. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe you get flashbacks. <laughs> Anyways, Nikki is like, "Hey, you got to win the match tonight first. Yeah. And Alexa's like, "Hey, you don't become the first woman to win the Raw and SmackDown Women's titles without having something <laughs> twisted up your sleeve." Do people really talk like that? No, unless they're like super villains. Do I ever talk like that? Like innuendo or uh, puns? Something. Well, I mean, you, yeah, we, we every once in a while puns, but not quite like that. Oh, okay, not with any sort of sinister undertone. And then, do I ever like drift away in my because thoughts? you you don't have like a, a mustache you can do this with? <laughs> well, if I did, maybe one day God will bless me. Um, you probably get a transplant on there. 
Wouldn't that be great if I come in one day and my face is all bleeding? No, just on your upper lip. Just, just my upper lip. plugs on upper lip. Bleeding yeah. right in. They're like, what is that horrific you'd accident? Wear, you'd have to wear a surgical mask for a while. <laughs> to cover that up. Yeah, right? Oh, man. Or your targeted bag. Yeah. Man, people might mark out for that. They'll be like, what's this podcast? Why's the guy wearing a Target bag on his head? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, why is he wearing a Target bag? Oh, Steve, show him. Yeah. Just like raw, bloody flesh on your upper lip. That's why. Shut up. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's too good. That's disgusting. Anyways, they have a recap of what happened last this week. This cost me $8,000. I know, $8,000. <laughs> and it's like the patchiest. Yeah. You have like a quarter of an inch between each hair. And there's like, it's like gangrene on there, oh, too. It's terrible. You're not taking care it's of it. It's like Jared Leto's uh, uh, elbow pit and wrecking <laughs> for a dream. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyways, they showed a recap last week of the dog food business. Baron comes charging in the production truck. It's like, who played that footage? Local, who played that footage? Local enhancement talent raised his hand. Yeah. He, Baron rusts him up, throws him down some stairs, and then Lance Storm, Davari, yeah. and Adam Pierce tell him to get lost. And Sanjay Dutt. Don't forget Sanjay Dutt. Oh, Sanjay Dutt. I thought it was Davari. He was there, too. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah, know it was Sanjay him Dutt. and Sanjay Dutt oh, and Adam Pierce. I didn't, did, I didn't, I don't know if I noticed Lance Storm. Yeah, Lance Storm was there. Okay, well, I know Sanjay Dutt was there too. They have to be there because 205 Live is on tonight. That's true. Uh, oh, Jordan Devlin I is going to be think, on. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. He's going to be like, oh, so this is 205. Good Lord, like send me back to Leeds. The first plane back to Ireland. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next. I don't know why I said Leeds. Don't they run shows in they Leeds might have there? They one there before. Uh, Elias comes out. He's jamming his guitar, drops a promo. He's got magic in Cesaro. He wants to know if the audience has his back, walk with Elias, all that stuff. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boy, they've really ruined Elias. Yep. Says, I got a song for you. It's called Third Time's a Charm. He's playing the first couple chords. Gets uh, half a line in. He's interrupted by Cesaro and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn cuts a promo. Asks Elias how it feels to be interrupted. Because uh, uh, to him, it sucks. Mm. And what's worse is that Elias made a fool of Sammy while he was trying to deal with uh, Nakamura losing his IC title business. This is about mm. the time when my feed on Fox Now started dropping in and out on a regular basis. Yeah. So I missed some of this. Anyways, that led to Elias versus Cesaro. Did Elias pee in Vince's cereal? Sorry, did Cesaro pee in Vince's cereal? I mean, like years and years and years ago. Like, why can't... I mean, at least, you know, he's been a tag team champion. Whenever he's in a tag team, he's, he's usually quite successful. But as a singles wrestler, he just eat, he eats L's. I suspect... I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. 
I wish I had an answer for you. I think that's they think of Cesaro as just a good hand, you know. And yeah, Vince, I think Vince has a liking for Elias. I can guarantee you, Bruce Pritchard probably loves Elias. Yeah, seems because it's like the most old school kind of gimmick there is, and they never do anything interesting with him like they always did with those old school gimmicks back yeah. in the day. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I could I could see Cesaro not being a Vince or a or a Bruce Pritchard guy. Yeah, it's a not. it's it's such a drag though. It is it's such a Cesaro drag. Is so dang good. I know, I know. Like that, I don't know. I've I've talked about this ad nauseum. This group could be a million bucks. Like they could be the the lead heel faction on SmackDown, like really holding it down. And instead, they're like what a D level story. I know we we haven't heard any stories about Nakamura being uh, discontent. Uh huh. But what if because uh, with revival helping out tonight. Well, if this is a situation where Vince is putting all the, the, the grumps together, essentially, all the guys who are, like, you know, not exactly happy with their yeah. with their place in the company. Just speculation. I, 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 Here, you guys going to, you guys, like, if you, on paper, you see this group, you're thinking, wow, this is, this is, this group's pretty solid. And they just eat L's across the board. Yeah, but here's the thing about it. I mean, unless he's, unless he's putting them together and actively saying, Act like you have zero passion. I get the feeling that you know there's like like uh, there's a there is a sense of camaraderie when people are all miserable together in the same vocation. Yeah, I get the feeling they'd be doing some really inspired stuff if they're all on the same page like that. Unless they're just counting down the days. That could be too. I don't know. I'd, I'd be surprised about that with Nakamura. We've never heard anything of the sort. Yeah, we haven't heard people uh, about anything like that. And then I mean, with Cesaro, I, maybe Cesaro is just one of them dudes who's like you know. My track record speaks for itself. I make more money here than I can make anywhere else. And they, you know, he always gets the, he gets the satisfaction from like the crowd reaction or whatever. Mm -hmm. Cause like people love him. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't know that. Would it surprise me if Vince did that? Not really. But also I'm not sure Vince like thinks about it. Yeah. No, that I, much. I hadn't really thought about it until the revival just randomly popped up later in the show. Anyways, <coughs> there's a fun enough matches. One of Elias's better matches probably cause. Cesaro's well, because of Cesaro, I know. It's early on Cesaro's. I wonder, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, just thinking about the Cesaro thing. I go back to, I wonder if it's, I wonder if it's because they, they know they'll never get, I, so you and I are totally fine with his promo, right? But like understanding that he's not a promo. So Cesaro? Cesaro. Oh yeah. A promo at the level of, you know, some of the best promo no, obviously, guys. Obviously. Right? I understand that. And there's ways around that though. I know, but they're also lazy. Yeah. You know, and maybe they hold that against them. Oh, well, we're never going to get a good promo. How many months would Goldberg win matches without saying a peep? No, oh, I know. I know. This thing called Mystique. I know. I agree. And Cesaro could turn that on at any time. And yeah. I think that, I honestly think that when he's just sort of himself, like he was with Sheamus, it just felt like he was sort of being himself. Yeah. But when he was a bad guy, he was just a heel version of himself. He's very charming. Yeah. You know? I yeah. mean, I saw him playing video games with Luge. At the performance center, he was a very charming individual. Yeah, I feel like if uh, he he might be one of those type guys that, that that would suffer quite a bit from the scripted promos. Oh yeah, for sure. Whereas if you just put a mic in his hand, and say, uh, "All right, talk about this." Yeah, sell your match. He could probably do that better on his own versus being handed a piece of paper. Yeah, you know, like twenty minutes before he's supposed to talk. I don't know. Maybe he's just a Tracy McGrady man. Maybe he's just content to go put on the best matches and doesn't really care about reaching the, the brass rings. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, this match was decent enough. Uh, uh, Elias kind of surprisingly got the W. Is there anybody you'd rather see in the G1 than Cesaro, though, in the WWE? I mean, I know there are other names, but, like, how great would it be if oh, he was in the G1? You could, I don't know. I don't even know what he could do, but I'm sure he could do a ton of yeah, stuff. Man. Him against Kota Ibushi. <sighs> man. Boy, that could be fun. Yeah, it would be fun. Probably doesn't Let's care make it about all that. He's like, oh, I've got toys in myself. What do I care? Maybe it's the situation where he's like, you know, I got another year and a half on this deal. I'm not making a decent chunk of change. I'll just collect this fat paycheck for now, mm -hmm. not not shake the tree at all. When this contract comes up, unless they uh, give me give me the moon, I'm out the door. Mm -hmm. I got. I've been good with my money. I've been smart. And then surprise, surprise, because they're going to sell WrestleMania to fans now. Uh, they're going to offer him the moon. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Or Amazon's going to... Oh, spoiler alert. Amazon's going to buy Bezos. He's going to get Bezos. He's going to get Bezos. So anyways, Elias won. Kind of surprising. Uh, bummer for Cesaro. Uh, next, we're promised a Goldberg interview. You can see a shot of him getting uh, mic'd up yeah. in what looks to be his garage. Yeah. He or was his like, basement. It's like, remember that dude, uh, Ty Lopez? 
He's like, I'm here in my garage. I got my books behind me. He had like a bookcase in his garage. I thought there was like some piece of workout equipment or something too. And well, he had fancy cars. Yeah. And from what I understand, it was books. I didn't notice any there workout was like a equipment. Piece of metal that was going up in like a diagonal. Maybe. Maybe. Well, I had know. some white uh, lettering on. It. I couldn't see what that it could. Said. That could be. Maybe he had like a Bowflex in there. Wait, are we talking about Goldberg or Ty Lopez? Goldberg. Oh, I was talking about Ty Lopez. Oh, I don't remember workout stuff in his. You know what no, I'm talking no. about, right? He was the dude with the glasses, and he, I don't know if you were really paying that close attention to YouTube culture at the time. Probably not. But it was a couple years ago, and he would have pre-roll ads. It wasn't his own videos. He ordered, he bought pre-roll ads where he'd be like, hey, here I am. I'm in my, it's all selfie stuff. I'm in my garage, and I've just read this book. <laughs> and he talks about reading a book a day and follow my program so that you can learn how to be, have all these cars here too. It was like a $70 self-help thing, just worthless, completely what, worthless. What, he, what, he was reading books and that was going to help, help people get muscle cars? I think like being able to read one book a day was part of, the, uh, of being a successful person. But if you're spending so much time reading an entire book a day, you don't have much time to do anything else. Talk to Ty Lopez, man. I've never heard of him. Anyways, uh, we were promised a Goldberg interview next. You're immediately angry at Ty Lopez. <laughs> you remember this dude? Look at him. Look, this guy right here. You remember him? Mm -mm. On pre-roll ads? Mm -mm. Oh, come on, man. Mm -mm. 67 steps. It's a lot of steps. That's a lot of steps. So many steps. That's too many. Uh, your promised Goldberg interview instead, uh, right as Michael Cole's about to uh, uh, introduce it, Baron Corbin comes down for a promo. Hooray. He tells everyone to respect his crown. He is king of the ring, after all. He can do what he wants, when he wants. Uh, says Roman should have lost last week, just like the Niners lost to my Chiefs. Yeah, he had a lot of stake on that one. That was good. <coughs> and he says, uh, again, he blames Roman for uh, Baron not winning the Rumble. Uh, and then he demands one more match against Roman. And he essentially says, I'm going to stop the show until I get what I want. In the meantime, he starts uh, harassing fans ringside. There was one dude in a Roman shirt he was, like, talking to, seemed cool with, and then dumped a drink on his head. Ouch. Yeah. And he got another one, but the same rain comes one? out. You want me to do more water? Yeah. Out comes Roman. Superman punched to Corbin, followed by some tossing into the barricade, the ring steps, a drive-by. Roman tosses him in the ring. Baron rolls out, escapes through the crowd. Roman says, give me Mike. He calls Baron a coward. Mm -hmm. Says, if you want one more match, you got it. But it's going to be inside a steel cage. So that's going to happen at uh, Crown Royal. Yes. Yeah. So that'll be fun. That will be fun. Next. Now is the time for the Goldberg interview. I missed a lot of this because Fox Now app is being hot garbage at this particular moment. Yeah, for me too. Um, um, so he said, uh, yeah, I was watching the Rumble with my kid. Uh, I was inspired by the Rumble. It, um, uh, it gave me the itch again. Yeah. Um, I can't go after, you know, or sorry, Brock is involved with Drew and Ricochet at the moment. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go after the Universal title. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And he was, he was interrupted by Bray. Firefly Funhouse News Network. Yeah, that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> Mercy the Buzzard was his correspondent. His weather uh, weatherman was weather it? Guy. Was his yeah. weather guy? Yeah, I okay. So. I don't know. Again, it was going in and out. So, uh, you know, Bray's saying, Bill, can you hear me? Bill. Yeah. Bill. Yeah. Bill. And then Goldberg finally said, listen, you're not going to intimidate me. I'm not going to fall prey to your mind games. Yeah. Yeah, you are a fool. Bray, the fiend Bray White, you're next. You're next. And then he leaves. Yeah. And then Bray says, that wasn't very nice. And he says, let me in. Let me in. Let me in. I like the little picture in picture with Goldberg's face in it. Yeah, that was great. That was funny. Oh, man. Good for freaking Bray Wyatt, man. All these big money matches. He'll, he'll, oh, protect, yeah. he'll protect Goldberg. Oh, yeah. Um, you think he's going to no-sell a spear, dude? Yeah. He's going to no-sell a jackhammer. Gonna, is he going to no-sell a jackhammer? If, 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 I'll if, mark if. out big time. I'll mark out if he no-sells a jackhammer. That's the most powerful move ever. Undertaker kicked out of a jackhammer. <laughs> At a uh, last crown royal. Yeah, but was he supposed to? Yeah, but that was a concussed. Uh, that was a concussed jackhammer. Goldberg probably didn't get the. Well, correct. and also he just about concussed uh, Undertaker on said jackhammer too, and about dumped him on his head. Oh yeah, that actually looked like a more fierce jackhammer than a normal one. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, well he's got powers of darkness. Let me in. Daniel Bryan's in the locker room. Chump status. Heath Slater walks in. What the hell was he thinking? He was like, oh yeah, it's too bad that uh, Bray was messing with your family. Yeah. 
your daughters and your wife. And he's, he's like, that was the Miz. Yeah, well, you know, you're, you're still in the same place as him, though. You know, you, and what, what were you thinking challenging to that match, man? That was just stupid. That was stupid. So I'm just worried about you. Are you okay? You know, he's Slater. He's got really good. He's got one of them comedic voices that just works so perfectly. Mm-hmm. It is a shame he's on on TV more. Yeah. Um, looked like he might be working out, though. Maybe. Last time I actually, last time I saw him, he was looking like his midsection was blowing up a little bit. Yeah. He might be on the <laughs> Celtic Warrior workout. Maybe. Or at least like a, a, a DDP yoga diet version of it yeah maybe so anyways uh he's like uh you know i'm man i'm just i'm feeling for you but you should make sure you're okay i'll make sure you're okay are you okay daniel bryan and he's like yeah i'm okay how about this you and me in the <laughs> ring next right now and that did happen now that uh, did happen then now so they got down the ring and they go to close with daniel bryan he's telling the ref ring the bell ring the bell ring yeah. the bell does he ring the bell no we get a two-minute video package from the royal rumble yeah they come back they ring the bell daniel bryan hits <laughs> Uh, Heath with a drop kick. Uh, sends him out of the ring. Hits suicide dive. Back of the ring. A missile drop kick off the top rope. Yes kicks. Knee plus. Danielson stops. Ref separates it. More Danielson stomps. Right into the yes lock. Uh, Heath passes out. Yeah, Heath didn't even... He couldn't even tap. Um, I kind of was... I was like kind of paying attention at this point because I think Lacey came home and I was like making a grilled cheese for her or whatever. But uh, did he keep it in after the ref said you won or he let it go at that? Okay, all right. Well, I was hoping he'd... Instead of using the S lock, he'd use his old submission move, cattle mutilation. Cattle mutilation. That's yeah. what I want to see. And we see that. We know the American Dragon is back. All right, yeah. That well, move actually looks like it legit freaking hurts. Probably does. You can say fucking. Braun Strowman interview, very babyface interview, where oh, he's yeah. got his IC title. He's like, you know, I've done a lot of stuff here in WWE. I won a tag team championship with the child. Ha, 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 ha. Greatest Royal Rumble, everything else he's done, destroyed stuff. Said, this is the highlight of my career, winning this Intercontinental Championship, my first singles belt. On a mid-card match on SmackDown. You really should have been main event. Anyways, Nakamura and Sam Zayn come to the stage. Uh, Sami Zayn says, I want a rematch. Uh, Nakamura was robbed. Uh, Braun says, "Hell, yeah, you know, hey, I'll defend this title anytime. Let's do it now." Sammy says, "No, that's not. That says it's going to happen, just not tonight." It says they're going to be tactical about when they take that match, and that's when the revival come in the ring. They beat down Braun, Nakamura, and Zayn join in. Uh, Braun fights them off, drops everyone but Sammy Zayn, chases them around the ring, doling out shoulder tackles uh, while he's chasing Sammy. Sammy runs back of the ring. Braun follows. Nakamura hits him with a knee, then a Kinshasa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I'm guessing this is going to happen at Crown Royal, too. Yeah, I would assume that's probably the case. Uh, I mean, I don't know how much further this can go. Crown Royal and then Braun wins, and that's that. You would think so. Yeah. I mean, at that point, can we just get Daniel Bryan versus Nakamura at WrestleMania? Mm-hmm. That's what I just want to see. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, uh, Otis uh, is prepping for his date next week. With Mandy Rose, uh, we're probably not going to be doing this on Friday night next week. It's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day, so uh, we'll do it like on Monday or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll figure it. If we're not doing it, is that a weekend of a paper? Is uh, Portland then? Yeah. Okay. Sunday. We can come in. Yeah, we maybe we'll come, come in, in early, early and yeah. just do it then. All right. Uh, so essentially, it's like a training montage. So he's working out some, eating some pizza, tries on some outfits. None of them's good until uh, he has a heavy machinery shirt with a blazer on over it. Tucky pulls the sleeves off. Next, time to learn some table manners. Cause I guess he eats his, his steaks with his bare hands. Yeah. Tucks his napkin into his shirt. Yeah. Tucky's like, no, you can't do that. And then Otis accidentally knocks the table over. And he's all sad. And Tucky goes, it's okay, Otis. I think you're ready. <laughs> you, know what they, you know what they should do with this? Is like, everything's going great. It's uh-huh. all going great, right? He's, he's spent all these two weeks... Training for this moment, etiquette's perfect. Shows up in gray sweatpants. Yeah. And boner the entire time. It's just just a white gray, why not white sweatpants? Well, gray is kind of funny here. I don't know. I feel like gray like who really buys white sweatpants? I think that everybody buys gray sweat. I'm literally wearing gray sweatpants right now. No, that's dark gray. Yeah, they're dark gray. I by the way, I've worn these like every day this week. They're like my treasure. I have not washed them either. I didn't want to hear that. I've washed my own self, and I put on different underwear. Still, but these sweatpants are my best friend. I think it's your pants that got. You're down to number two, buddy boy. These Um, are my number ones. uh, Yeah, so he has a boner. Yeah, (laughs) and it's like, like, Ah! you know. Yeah. (laughs) That's I don't know. That's all I got. That's all you got. That's all I got. Gray sweatpants and a fully engorged. And I kind of feel like it's funnier if it's like two thirds. <laughs> like, 
It's not quite all the way there like, yet. Like, it's... Like he's willing it not to go full mass, you know? It's it's like just encouraged enough so that... It's, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, but like you don't have to notice it. Like, you can let it go. Yeah. If it's full... You have to say something. I don't know. It depends on the fit of the sweatpants, because the especially if they're light gray. Oh man, they're not yeah. forgiving in the least in terms of hiding anything. Yeah, right. So if they're light gray sweatpants, he's two thirds engorged, <laughs> and like he's trying to will it to not go all the way, yeah. and she's gonna notice it and be like, "Oh god, mm. that's off putting." But you know, because she doesn't know it's two thirds. Yeah, she might think that's it. <laughs> you know, he's like, "It goes bigger." Um, I don't know. Probably really embarrassing for her. I'm a grower, not a shower. Anyways, uh, next we got Sheamus versus Apollo Crews. Apollo Crews looked like he did not want to be there. Yeah, no, he, he didn't. This match was like two seconds. This was long. Hey, this was longer than the Britt Baker match on AEW, right? No. Yes, it was. Uh-uh. I will put money on it. <laughs> like a dollar. I don't think it was. I'll put, you, I'll put one single no, dollar. I think the Britt Baker match was longer than this one. No, man, you're crazy. Wait, no. The... Uh... The Britt Baker match was longer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. No, no, you said the, this was longer than the Britt Baker match. Oh, no, 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 no. I know, because you were saying how, how short the Britt Baker was. It was relatively short. Was. This was way shorter. Okay, yeah, I got them confused. Yeah. Okay. Right. This was shorter because it was Because like, you were going on and on about how short that Britt Baker long. match yeah, was. Yeah, it was five this minutes. was like, what, three 90 moves? Seconds, 90 seconds. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And just Apollo Crews, when he was staying in the ring, did not want to be there. He was just, he was going through the motions. Yeah. And I understand why, because they don't do anything with him. And they bring him on TV to job out to Sheamus. Get out of here with uh-huh. that WWE. Paulo Cruz is great. Sheamus wins the bro kick. He's sizing up for another one after the bell. Shorty G runs in to make the save. He just eats the bro kick for his trouble. Yeah, I really wish at that point uh, Corey and Michael would have just started laughing at him. They kind of need to make Shorty G, like him constantly attacking Sheamus and doing worse in matches against him, a comedy thing like oh look at this pathetic short person he's crap because he's so short and he keeps on you know losing worse and worse and just like proving his point completely wrong i know i was reading the comments too um i love the live crowd yeah uh the main event was pretty fun though it was a, a fatal four-way match be number number contender for the smackdown women's title it was a really fun match yeah uh-huh, yeah carmella versus dana brooke versus alexa bliss versus naomi uh, Bailey was down ringside. Stevie Bradley wears white sweatpants. Bold move, my I've known, friend. I've known a couple people that have worn white sweatpants. I know you have. Um, I have not. I don't. I can't tell you the last time I wore white sweatpants. I've never owned white sweatpants. I don't think I've owned a pair. I have medium gray sweatpants. At I least own now. not. I I haven't owned them <clears throat> from at the like from twenty five to now. I know I haven't owned I can fairly confidently say that at no point in my life I've ever owned just plain white sweatpants. I'm, I, when I was a kid, I think I had a pair of white that had like some sort of like patch on it or something. Mm. It was like the 80s, so yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah. But like at no time, I think, in my adult life. Oh, guaranteed, ever, no time in my adult life. Yeah. If nothing else, that's just things going to be a magnet for like spaghetti sauce, ketchup, mustard. Oh, immediately. So there's no point even bothering with that. Immediately. Everything's there. Yeah. Because after you wash them like three times, yeah. they're going to be uh, uh, like off-white sweatpants. Yeah, right. Because they get all dingy. Yeah. Of course, then, like in college, you just wash all your crap together. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, so. Yeah, well, yeah. It's terrible. Anyway, this match was fun. Uh, they had a, there was a lot of good bits, especially between uh, Alexa and Naomi. Um, <coughs> like before the commercial break, uh, 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 Alexa, I get this right. Mm. Oh no, sorry, I got things confused. So right, uh, the ring gets cleared out. Naomi is last one in. She hits cork- corkscrew planche on all the other the other three women, and then they're they're all selling. And Bailey's like, "Yeah, I'm the champion, yay!" And uh, uh, Naomi gets up, pushes her. They brawl a little bit, and then Bailey. Tosses Naomi to the ring steps, go to commercial, come back. Like, why does Bailey get involved in this? Yeah. Well, it's no DQ. She's there to needle mind games. I guess so. There, she's in San Jose. She's like, I know, that's her really? You couldn't give me a match here in San Jose? Well, I think she has a pretty good track record of losing whenever she has a match in San Jose. Well, now it would be a good time to change that. She's a heel. They can, you know, give her a squash victory against a jobber. But no. Oh, yeah. Towards the end, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff between Alexa and, and Naomi. So the finish saw uh, Alexa driving Naomi to the turnbuckle. Uh, she goes up top, goes for twisted bliss. Naomi gets her knees up, 
hits a rear view, goes for the pin. Uh, Mella hits her with a super kick. Yeah. Naomi stands up. Another super kick. Dose. For the win. Yeah. Carmella. Bailey's in right away to attack her. So I didn't notice this on the broadcast. However, I did see a graphic floating around internet that said this title shot was going to happen at Super Showdown. I thought that might be the case. Um, which is pretty cool if that's yeah. the case. That's yeah. pretty neat. Yeah. So no, I guess I guess I should say I was I was uh, wondering if that would be the case. I again I'm not sure if the graphic was uh, legit or not. On the up and up. Um, so yeah, I was I was hanging out in the silently in the friendo verse group. Anyways, let's take some questions. This says set the stage for title showdown. Oh, hint, say hint. that it's going to be in super, super title showdown. Showdown. Uh, Philly Flexer says, Crown Royal in my system. Let's go. Nice. Woo. Uh, Josh Martinez going in raw. I got tip drill. <laughs> Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. David Trimmer. Uh, one of two good my brother from another mother, Trey Saunders, who has the, who has the best DDT. Um, it's got me Andrade. The Hammerlock DDT is great. I would probably this depending on who he's giving it to. Or Finn, nineteen sixteen. That's a DDT. That's a really good one. I was gonna say Mox, the uh, paradigm shift. Yeah. Or the, the death the, when he does the death ride, whichever one is like looks like the, the guy elevated one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the elevated one. That death looks really good. Yeah. Rich Nason says Fiend loses title. Yes, only one turd left with belt. Sorry, man, not going to happen. Rich is not a fan of The Fiend or Brock Lesnar. Sorry, Rich. Uh, Minion says, we saw Baked Potato Face tonight. That's a win. What is that a reference to? Come on, Mr. Miz. Oh, Mr. Miz, that's right. Sorry. With his Baked Potato Face. Yeah. Uh, David Trimmer, what is this? Trey Star with the cheese grater. I don't get that. I don't know what that reference is. I don't know what that is, man. Uh, Priyana uh, Sharma uh, the Fiend changes people, so I guess after losing, Goldberg is going to become a bro. That'd be great. If Goldberg's all bro. Oh, that'd be funny. Yeah. Um, Joe Juarez, yay or nay, sweatpants at the strip club. Uh, hard nay. You can't go that far, man. Sorry. Azo uh, uh, Smith says Dana hit the Batista bomb. I made a note of that in my notes. Oh my goodness! I how did I how how did I miss that one? You missed the Batista. Oh, bomb. I missed the Batista bomb. What's <laughs> David Batista gonna say? Slide into my DMs. Slide into my DMs. Are you wearing gray sweatpants right now, Dave Batista, or white oh, sweatpants? Back to the question about sweatpants at the strip club. Probably not. Definitely not. Yeah. No, absolutely not. And definitely not if you're getting a sort of lap dance. <laughs> well, that's sort of the main thing. Yes. Is that at a certain point, it's just a violation. Pretty much. Yeah, so no. Pretty much. Uh, Gion, uh, could you guys do a taker being thoroughly confused by coronavirus and seen explained that it's not about smashing? Smashing. Um, wait, what? Coronavirus, not about smashing. I thought it would be about drinking. Oh, so taker has... He's, con- he's confused. confused. He thinks the coronavirus is about smashing. And seen explaining that it's not about smashing. John Cena... I've got the coronavirus. Evidently. You better uh, get yourself to the hospital there, Mark. I got it from Michelle. I inserted myself in her consensually and lovingly. My member, she noticed I had gray sweatpants on. And I was watching. I was looking at a. I was looking at a Sears catalog. I was watching BET Uncut. I was watching. I was watching the, uh, the Nelly video. I was watching Tip Drill Tip came on. Tip Drill video came on. 
<laughs> uh, D minor, as someone who uh, is in the strip club right now, there are no sweatpants. There are guys wearing joggers, though. Yeah, like you know, man, you got to know there 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 are limits. There are boundaries. You can you be know. comfortable without resorting to, to sweat. Pitch. Right, exactly. Uh, that dude is watching this in a strip club. You know what, man? That might be on my bucket list now is to visit D Minor. Would you Would you go with me then? I'd go say hi. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, Jason Jimerson watching XFL or Mox versus Suzuki this weekend. I'm going to try to watch New Beginning on Sunday. See, the thing about watching XFL is that it's just a goof. It's like, it's not, it's just going to be, I don't want to, like, bad football. It's not, like, entirely, it's not entertaining. No, it's not. It's awful. To watch people play bad. What was it, the UFL? There was a, another football league that, was, that popped up a few years back. They had a team here in Sacramento, and we had one of the games on. Yeah, we won. House. Yeah. And there was, like, a 25-yard field goal, and the dude missed it by 20 yards, wide left. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I gave up on it. I was yeah. like, you can't, that's, a, that's basically a chip shot. Not yeah. that I could do it. I'm not saying I could do it. But you're getting paid to do this. You know, at some point that guy had to have done it properly in college, like decently. You'd think. Yeah, that was ten years ago. Now, late, you know, he's been like an IT guy in the interim. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Last chance to pursue his football dreams. Yeah, Andrew Fountain. Have you heard Bowling for Soup's new song called Alexa Bliss? Have not. The only reason I know about that band is because of Alexa Bliss. I heard a five-second clip of it today with her in the video. Um, I think that's great for her. I think it'd be fantastic for a band to write a song about somebody if they're a big fan of that. But like if, you know, I don't know. I don't like any of their recent stuff, but if My Morning Jacket was like, hey, Steve, we wrote this song for yeah, you. It's a song called Steve Here. It's it's called Steve Here. Steve. I can't do high right now. No. No. Steve Here's always rolling. I don't know. Anyways, uh, Alex Foster, if you guys were making a going in wrong movie, what would be the plot? What wrestling personalities would be in it? It'd be a time travel romp that goes back to the golden days of wrestling. Cal was, Jack would be in it. And Cal Jack would be in it. He'd be our, our heater yeah. for the old-timey guys because yeah. he'd just destroy them. And then we'd come across, they'd be like, oh, man, they've got their ringer. They've got their, like, gotch or whoever the guy is, Hackenschmidt, that they knew he's going to be fine. Like, he's not going to lose the title if one of these guys decides to shoot on him. But then we bring out Cal. We bring out Cal. We're like, Cal's going to destroy this. Yeah, dude. yeah, totally. Gion asked, wait, XFL starts this weekend? Yeah, two games. One yeah. on Saturday, one on Sunday. the Super Bowl is done with now. You know, some of the players I got, they, they ran that in the, the ad, like Cardell Jones, uh, Connor Cook. They're all, I think, first or second round draft picks. Cardell Jones helped Ohio State win a national title. Well, I mean, I think probably just generally 25 years later, there's more talent out oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? So, I mean, it's probably going to be better than it was 25 years ago. Yeah. Or 20 years ago. So. It was 20 years ago. It was huh? 20 years yeah. ago, pretty much. And I guess they're not, they weren't rushing it as much as they were the first time out either. Yeah. Do you think it's going to last the season? It'll probably last the It'll season, last the right? Season. I guess Vince is already earmarked $300 million. The money is there, so, so yeah. Wolfpack for life. At what point does referencing, well, this is, he says this is a non-wrestling question. At what point does referencing old movies differ between nostalgia and lazy writing? He says an example, Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker and Avengers Endgame. <clears throat> Are you talking about in wrestling stuff? But he says no, non-wrestling. Well, referencing it how? No, I mean, I think it's a non-wrestling question. He's not referencing wrestling at all. He's saying examples are Rise of the Skywalker. and Referencing old movies in what context? For example, how I'm guessing Force, Aw just... no, no, Force Awakens is basically a remake of A New Hope. Well, he brings up Avengers Endgame. That's not a remake of anything. No, I know it's not, but I guess is there a nostalgia factor in it? referencing old movies? I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. Oh, I, don't, I don't think that's his question, though. But I just don't know what the question is. Referencing old movies different. I don't know what he's talking about. Maybe if he's in the chat, he can he can yeah, let us he, know. He, yeah, he can let us know. Wolfpack for life. Yeah, let us know. David Prock, do you think the fiend will lose his mystique when he eventually loses the title? What would you like to see Bray do in response? I would hope that there is a plan yeah. for him in place so that that doesn't have that the mystique doesn't get lost. Ryan Luckman must now rechecking Discord tonight. I don't know. I was making all that noise. So <laughs> let me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get. I'll get to it. Thank you. Uh, Brian, for uh, reminding me. Ryan. I'm going back to it now. It's Ryan. Uh, let's see here. Okay, here we go. Speaking of Mr. Brian Luckman. Ryan. 
So with Naomi losing, do you think they're saving her for Mania, maybe with a triple threat with her and Sasha and Bailey, or um, not? They might be keep her as kind of a backup plan uh, in the event that uh, Sasha isn't healthy. Uh, she'll probably be in Mania. the... There's, they do a women's battle royal there, right? Yeah, now, she right? won that not that long ago. Was it last yeah. year or the year before? All right, cool. She won it recently. So she might be in that. I would like something more for her. Mm-hmm. I would, maybe that, that LED cool helmet that she wears to the ring indicates that... Oh, man, know, that thing's amazing. They, they're going to do something more. I don't know. Uh, I, she was, so when she was out, <coughs> we ever get confirmation? Why was she out? Was it an injury or personal stuff? Yeah, I don't know. Done. I don't know. Sometimes if they're coming back from injury, maybe they want to like see how they're faring, you know, make sure they don't get injured again before they move with something on her. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Hopefully it's cool. I like her a lot. Yeah, she's great. Mr. Lipkin, will Fiend just do his finishers on Goldberg and win? Or will he no sell the spear and jackhammer first? Yeah. Could Goldberg even get Bray upright for the jackhammer at this point? Hopefully he's been working out. Well, Bray is also, for his size, a fairly athletic dude. Yeah. So that helps, you know, having the core muscles and all that stuff yeah. or whatever. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Hands to be wonderful. Scott Dawson is the bald one. Razar has hair. But which one is Jimmy Uso? Do you know how to tell him apart now? Oh, it's not the cross anymore? Well, that's still away. Okay. But also, uh, Jay has, like, the Caesar. Yeah, I know. And that... Jimmy has his slick back. Okay, his so that first week... I know I said, okay, Jay's got the Caesar, but I forget what the, there there was some sort of analogy there or some oh, sort of some word sort of play. Way you can remember it. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're not in anything that I really care about right now, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, let's see here. Alex Foster, in kayfabe, shouldn't Vince be pissed that the Fiend and Baron have started messing with the production on his show? What would that confrontation be like? In kayfabe, is Vince uh, at the grill position? I think we've sometimes. Seen, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Huh? No, I think in Cafe Vince loves Baron. He lets him do what he wants. Yeah, I think so. Doc Hensler. Uh, so is Daniel Bryan's rage going to boil over and make him change like all the other Fiend challengers? He he was possessed out, out there. I'm interested to see how his character arc progresses because I have no idea what his mania plans are. Yeah, I think it's be returned to American Dragon. Vicious, brutal. Uh, if you don't throw a decent elbow, he's going to rock you with his. That's a great. That's a great clip. Uh, so according to, let's see here, um, Henry, uh, what do you think if they sent Cesaro to NXT UK with Ono and make them a team again? I'd be all for it. Yeah. But the problem is, don't they have to like win everything at that point? Yeah, you think so? I mean, they'd be the kings of pro wrestling. They kind of have to. Greg Morris also uh, linked us to a clip: Ring of Honor, Kota Bushi versus Cesaro. But again, that was twelve years ago. Cesaro has picked up a lot yep. since then. Yep, a lot. Uh, Brian Randall. If they broke up the New Day, who would you like to see turn heel on who? Personally, I'd like to see Kofi turn on Big E after Big E has some single success. Play Kofi resenting his former mate's success. Don't break him up. Don't break him up. I don't want him to break up. They're so good. They don't want to break up. I wouldn't mind seeing. I, I really would like to see Big E switch on intensity mm-hmm. here. Like I'd, I'd like to see him be the big dominant. I forgot that he had done this, but I remember watching it like when it was going on or seeing a clip of it when it was happening. Uh, when he was in NXT, he used to pin people for a five count yeah. instead of a three count. Yeah. He said a three counts normal. A five counts not normal. Big E is not normal. He pinned people for five seconds. I know. That's badass. That's a great idea. Yeah. They need to bring that back. Uh, fear and loathe in Sammy's faction is closer to losing a handicap match to Roman th- than winning any titles. I know. I know. Cesaro, Shinsuke, Sami Zayn, all against Braun Strowman. I'm not betting for the faction at this point. And even if it's like a tornado or whatever they call a non-tag yeah. situation handicap match. <laughs> Trent Brown says Goldberg is 100% winning. It's going to be some wacky nonsense like Goldberg versus Cormier at Mania. <laughs> Uh, Big Chewy Gaming, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Cormier was sitting ringside tonight. He was, yes, that's right. He was. <coughs> All right, I think that's it. It's good. Thanks, everybody. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we're going to have a news brief for you tomorrow morning, uh-huh. so be sure to check that out. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks for hanging out with us. All you people watching us in the live stream, too good. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find 
people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.